it's I'm going to give a little background on on Dry's DRYS because uh, you know it, the newer traders probably like what are, what are these guys talking about because like it, I don't think it's listed anymore. No, so, no, Dry's actually went private. Um, it went private, but it's uh, in 2016 we had this company DRYS. It was a shipping company. The whole shipping industry, uh, shipping stocks were all running because Donald Trump just became elected. And uh, for some reason, I forgot why, but the shipping sector and Trump was bullish. And they all went, and DRYS was the sector leader uh, because it had a, a, a micro float. I think it was like 400,000 float. Uh, but no one really knows what the float is because it's not really regulated from, from what I understand. And it was just a massive short squeeze from like a dollar to 150 or something like that. And it's hard to even keep track of it. Well, now it's delisted. It went private or whatever, but it was hard because they did so many reverse splits that yep. it kind of got like, you can't, you can't look at the historical charts and even see it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't, did I sum that up uh, properly? What do you think? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, you know, dries obviously is um, the float, you know, who really knows what it was. I, I've heard it's basically anywhere from let's say 400 K to maybe two mil, but obviously it was super thin. Right. And, you know, you know, obviously somebody probably locked the float and it was super manipulated, but it, it took days. Like, you know, I, I SPO the other day went, uh, that was just one day, but dries went from like, let's say, I don't know, two to four, four to 10, uh, 10 to 15, pulled back 15 to 30, gapped up to 60, back down to 50. And the next day that gapped up in pre-market to 120 and they halted it. Uh, and then it opened, I think, around like 30 or 40, um, and then maybe closed at like 15 that day or something. But then they had some crazy, uh, what they call, it was Kalani uh, dilution deals, which is just, I mean, they just crushed the stock and just continued to reverse split. They reverse split and just sell so much stock. Like you literally almost needed a reverse split the day after they already reverse split. Um, and there were several shipping stocks that did the same thing. So tops. Uh, DCIX. Um, so there, yeah, SINO. Um, and so, you know, obviously, yeah, I guess the other thing thinking back to that is that was my first, well, not the first, but um, the real kind of the main experience I've, I've seen with sympathy plays, right? So Drives was the leader, what they call Head of Snake, you know, whatever you want to call it, but then you had all these other sympathies, right? And then, you know, when Drives mm -hmm. got cut off, I was able to kind of really see what happens to some of these sympathy names and you know I, I couldn't really participate then because i had taken a loss in drives but you know now you know when this kind of stuff happens in terms of sympathy runners that's that's actually where i make probably a good portion of my yearly money um you know specifically on this sympathy names because you know they're really only up just because the one stocks up um and once the one cracks there's a good probability you know nothing's guaranteed but Good probability that you get a, a pretty nice fade. Um, so uh, the other way around you can look at it is, um, you know, if, if you can look at the sector and and kind of anticipate which ones may be sympathies, you know, there's some some massive money to be made on the long side. Um, so there's been several of those. Um, SPI had a couple. Um, Sun, Sun W. Uh, so SBI goes, what, two to, let's say, 45 in September of 2020. Um, it was kind of a, a cold period, right? And so we had Sun W, uh, I think NETE, which is now M-U-L-N, 
um, had a net like six to 18 gap. Um, Sun W gaps, uh, what, so SPI goes, what, three, three to 45, call it. And Sun W intraday goes one to 360, comes back to 150. Um, and the next day in the morning gaps to eight. So, I mean, you're talking about, you know, five to 600 percent overnight uh, gain on some of those. So that's that's an area I've really focused uh, just because I think there's just, you know, the percentage gains on some of that just is so massive. Um, but there's there's been a lot of those sector runs. I mean, we had the weed run and uh, with SNDL and Tilray and um then there was another one with GLSI, uh, SLS, and uh, GOVX. Um, and then, I mean, just the last few days, right? You had ISPO was kind of leader, but then, I mean, so many of them, right? So many of these uh, DSPACs, I mean, were going nuts. The problem was yeah. it was so thin. Yeah, um, I think they were all, right? They were all DSPACs. Yeah, right. And for days, they halting, like, nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> They're so thin and obviously locate super tough. And it's just like, man, like, you know, like, like CPTN off the open on Friday, like what goes to like 30 to 50 and then back down to like what, 15 or so. Um, so the volatility is insane, but um, it's good to see. I mean, obviously it's been super slow. Um, okay. I remember watching ISPO on Thursday and thinking this is, this is exactly what we need. Um, the head of the sneak. That- <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that, you know, we just, we just need, you know, movement and and things that draw attention to people like, you know, I, I could have bought this thing at 10, sold 100. Well, you know, good luck. But, but uh, you know, that's that's really what we need, just um, big movers. Yeah, woke uh, up more the market. Come yeah. back on the market to kind of spark some things up, which is usually what happens. I mean, SPI was after a slow period. Um, you know, obviously, AMC, GME just lit things up and uh, started 2021. Um, but yeah, 